In our message, we talked about the motif of truth discovered in the Gospel of John that maybe many of us were not aware of. And it was wonderful to see the many things that relate to Jesus himself and him being not just true, but being truth. But Jesus has ascended to heaven and he is sitting on the right hand of the Father now. So what do we do today regards to truth? How do we discover it? How do we know what it is? That's what we're going to be talking about in this Beyond the Notes. Well, I trust all of you were able to uh, either listen into or be present for the message yesterday as we talked about truth in the Gospel of John and the motif of truth. We talked about how Jesus is the epitome of truth, and He is in our worship our truth. He is the revealer of truth. He is the embodiment of truth. He is even the witness to the truth for us. But as I mentioned, he is in heaven today, and what do we do about truth today? I mean, like the disciples, we would wish that we could walk down the street and have a conversation with Jesus and talk to him about the issues of life, to see him talk to others, to see him react to situations, to watch the truth being lived out in our lives. But that's not the opportunity that you and I have today. We certainly have the Word of God in John 17, 17. In one of the uh, other mentions of truth in his gospel, he said that thy word is truth, and to sanctify, the Father would sanctify us through that truth. But even with that, sometimes wanting to know what the truth is, we will open up the Scriptures, the Word of God, and we will search for it from cover to cover. Where is the help that I need? What is the answer for this question that I have? I, I don't know the Word of God well enough to be able to find that truth that I'm told is in the Word of God for me. So what do we do from there? Well, John did not leave us um, uh, alone in that situation. God certainly worked through him, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, which is the ministry that we are going to be talking about today and which you and I can benefit from as truth. In the Gospel of John, in chapter 15, in verse 26, we read this, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me, and you also will bear witness because you have been with him from the beginning. I would like for you to think about the Holy Spirit today and the ministry that he has for you. We're living in a different dispensation of ministry of the Holy Spirit than what the Old Testament folks, even in much of the Gospels, uh, lived in. In those days, the Holy Spirit came upon people for a particular task, and then when it was done, he left them. Today, after the cross and, and uh, the resurrection, when someone accepts Christ, the Bible tells the Holy Spirit comes in and dwells within us, and He becomes our spirit of truth, a spirit that's exactly like the Lord Jesus Christ. When we have Him, we uh, the Holy Spirit, we have the Lord Jesus Christ within us, and He is the spirit of truth. I want you to notice just a couple of things about that verse that I read to you. He is a helper. And uh, that's what we need in discovering truth and practicing truth in our lives. And as a helper, it tells us that he is sent from the Father. The source of this truth, as it was with the Lord Jesus Christ, 
It is God the Father, for He is truth and the source of all truth. He is the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, proceeds from the Father. Uh, let me give you a couple of illustrations to help you understand what that can mean. Uh, we get so busy sometimes in our lives, we talk about burning the candle at both ends. And what we mean by that is we're so busy over here and over there, and the candle keeps getting shorter and shorter, and pretty soon those two flames are going to meet, and we're just going to burn out. And that happens for us sometimes. But think of it in this way, as the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father, He is a candle burning at both ends, but they are bright and illuminating at each end, and it never gets shorter. It always burns. And the Holy Spirit's uh, His re relationship with the Father always as proceeding from Him, and yet proceeding not from Him only, but proceeding to us. So He's like an ever-burning candle at both ends. Or you might think of him as a river, where a river which flows ever from its source and just continues to flow and to flow and to flow as the Holy Spirit flows proceeding from the Father to us, creating in us somewhat maybe a delta of God's delights springing up in us a well of everlasting life and, and, uh, and water that uh, he, we benefit from as he proceeds from the Father to us. So the Holy Spirit is a great source for us. He is constant, proceeding from the Father, and He is a resource for us too because He tells us in that verse that when He comes as a helper that He will bear witness about me. And so not only Jesus' earthly life and the examples that He set for us in the Gospel, but He reminds us of His death on the cross, His resurrection from the tomb, and His ever-present help for us today. A help, like we could mention Jesus being the intercessor or advocate for us. The Bible tells us that he is that in Romans 8.34 and in other places as well. But I want to concentrate on the Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth in keeping with our motif about truth and move into the Gospel of John in chapter 16. And I just want you to notice a few things here in this chapter. Jesus said, I have said all things to you. The, to keep you from falling away, and they will put you out of the synagogues and do many other things to you. And then he says in verse, uh, a couple of verses down, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asked me where you're going. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. And we're like that sometimes. Oh, I wish I could have been there when Jesus was walking on the earth. And sorrow filled their hearts. But nevertheless, he said, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, and we've seen that word before, will come to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. So Jesus is actually telling us, when we think about, well, Jesus was truth, but he's gone. He's in heaven. But Jesus tells us that that's a benefit. You're better off than I am sitting at the right hand of the Father, not just being an advocate for us when Satan seeks to uh, uh, ruin our testimony before God, but the Holy Spirit has come as an exact uh, duplicate of Jesus as the Spirit of truth. And he will convict us. He lets us know of things that maybe aren't what they ought to be. Maybe they are not pleasing to God in sin. 
righteousness because we have no physical uh, example of Jesus walking and talking like the disciples did in that day. He will be absent in heaven. So what do we do? The Spirit of truth comes and he convicts us of the righteousness because Jesus goes to the Father. And of judgment. Judgment because the the God of this world, our arch any of our of our soul, he has been judged and he has been defeated by Jesus Christ. Uh, death on the cross and resurrection from the tomb. You and I don't always feel that way. Sometimes we feel, wow, I just can't seem to get any victory in my life. I just, I seem to be always defeated. I seem to struggle with depression. But the Holy Spirit of truth who lives within us when we accept Christ as Savior, he not only convicts us of the wrong and sin and of what I should be doing in righteousness, but he reminds us daily that he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world, and he has brought judgment upon our arch enemy. We go on to read in these verses that uh, in verse uh, six, and when he comes, he will convict the world of sin, righteousness is judgment. And then down in verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you can't bear them now. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I say that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I want you to think in the application of truth in our lives that the Holy Spirit will guide us, as he tells us in these verses, into all truth, because he will do that on the authority, not of himself, but of our uh, Creator, Father, himself, letting us know even the future of things, he tells us, which is the Christian life in the time period of the church age, which you and I are living in today. And he'll do that through his indwelling within us. And I love in closing this uh, Beyond the Notes section, the last verse of chapter 16, which says this, I have said these things to you that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Through the ministry of the Spirit of Truth living within us, we have the opportunity to have the peace of God living within us and giving us victory over the struggles of this life. Now, given the current circumstances that was going on in Jesus' life when he said that, you would think the disciples would want to be comforting him instead of him comforting them. But that's the, the wonderful thing about our Savior. He has so much grace, so much truth, we saw yesterday, and he has so much peace within him that not only can he satisfy the emotions of his own soul when he's facing the worst of all circumstances, but he has more than enough peace to shed to each and every one of this as well at the same time. But notice that Jesus didn't promise peace. He said, in me you shall have peace. And that's the key. Because as the Holy Spirit dwells within us as the Spirit of truth, we have the opportunity to dwell in Him. And it is as in other parts of John talking about abiding in Christ. So if you and I abide in Him, if we are in Him, if we allow the, the Holy Spirit within us to to have that relationship with Jesus of abiding in Him, it is then 
that you and I experience the peace of God. Not a guarantee, not necessarily a promise, but a truth that if we are in him, we will come to know the peace that he wants us to have. And that's a peace, as he tells us in this verse, that overcomes the world. It's a peace that reminds us that we are justified before God the Father in the courtroom of heaven. It's a peace with others where we're told that he has broken down the middle wall of partition between uh, people and that the dividing wall. And it is a peace that exists despite the tribulations of this world. I hope you were uh, helped by the message yesterday in talking about the spirit of truth, who is Jesus Christ. And I hope you're encouraged today as we continue that conversation in talking about the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit who lives within us. He will guide you and he will grant you the peace of God that passes all understanding. Thanks for turning in to the Beyond the Notes. We trust it's been encouragement to you, and we hope that in the future you will continue to follow the Beyond the Notes messages uh, after each service here at McGregor Baptist Church. Thank you.